Welcome to the You Need More Money podcast. I'm your host, Matt Monero, where I come to you each and every week from my studio in Dallas, Texas. I hope you're enjoying these lessons, these teaching sessions that I'm doing um, recently on the podcast in an effort to um, teach you the things that changed my life that are available to you in business finishing school. Um, and I, it is my hope that these are not coming across as sales pitches for business finishing school because the purpose of the podcast is always to lead with value for you first. And if I know that if I can do that, that you will hopefully want to learn more about me and maybe buy my book, maybe come to our event. But most importantly, you will be willing to take these teachings and put them into play in your own life because the only thing I'm teaching you is the stuff that I had to go through myself. This isn't fuddy-duddy, this isn't phony stuff. This is the actual life that I have led and I believe if you put this stuff into practice, you will lead a better life. Life will get better for you, your business will get better for you, your time will improve, your balance will improve, your purpose will improve and doggone it, your family life and your life at the office will improve too. So let's get into today's. This is a vital one. I'm actually teaching this, um, we call them modules. I'm teaching this video, this content at Business Finishing School in February, 20, February 22, 23, and 24 in Dallas. Go to bfssummit.com to get your tickets. And on Saturday, um, mid-afternoon, I'm teaching this module called the New Profit Paradigm. Our Saturday will start with, uh, there'll be a workout. First of all, we have Elena Cardone uh, keynoting on Friday, with, followed by a book signing with Elena and uh, Tim Story on Friday night in Dallas. And then Saturday morning, we'll start with a workout and or a meditation uh, session for you. Um, and then we'll be teaching the, what we call the transformation sequence, how to get your mindset to the next level. Tim's story will keynote. Uh, then we'll, um, we'll uh, do an award ceremony and a break for lunch. And then when we come back on that Saturday, I'm teaching this new profit paradigm. So if this is of interest to you, this one strategy alone could maybe put a ROI of, oh, I don't know, a million to the 599 bucks it costs you to come to our event. So here it is, the new profit paradigm. I'm gonna give you the formula and I don't want you to be overly nervous or confused about it because I'm gonna break out the formula. The formula for the new profit paradigm is P4, I'll get into that in a second, equals R2 over EV. And I know that that probably just freaked you out because you just heard it and you would love to see the visual. If you're watching this on YouTube, we will put the visual of what the new profit paradigm is. So let me go ahead just for the podcasters, let me just give you that visual one more time. On a piece of paper, I want you on the left-hand side, I want you to see the letter P with the little number four uh, next to it. An equal sign. And then I want you to see R2 over EV. And let me get into what that means. On the P side, the P4 side, it is representative of four different types of P words. And here they are. The first is profit. The second is people. The third is planet. 
And the fourth is purpose. Within Business Finishing School, we believe your new profit paradigm, your P4, needs to represent those four categories. I'm going to give them to you again just for clarity. Profit, people, planet, and purpose. Now, you, I'm going to break them out just a little bit further, but you understand this. Profit is making money. Dude, that's what the P is. You got to make money in your business, all right? Unless you're in a nonprofit organization, which by the way, don't kid yourself for a second. Nonprofits need profit. Okay? Their job is to make money and spend it on the purpose of the nonprofit organization. The only nonprofit and nonprofit is at the end of the year they want to have spent all of their profits on the purpose-driven uh, element of the organization. But don't for a second think that great nonprofits don't need profits. Dude, that's how they get great. They run a business that throws off cash, which allows them to allocate that cash to a deeper purpose. So even in nonprofits, we need profit. And damn straight, in private businesses, like most of our listeners are, you need profits. But you get profits as one element one quarter of what we call our P4. The second is people. Man, if you're not working around great people, that is not their fault. That is your fault. It is your job to build a business that has a great company culture, clear core values and mission statements that attract the right type of people. If you're working around deadbeats, it is less of a reflection of them as it is a reflection of you and your organization. And that's why we're so purposeful at Business Finishing School. The third element is planet. I'm going to say planet slash community. I think you got to do stuff in the community, man. The, or, the, the, the environment, the town, the city. Let's go further and say the county. Let's go further and say the state. They need to know that your organization is giving back and giving something to the planet. And then the last one is purpose. What does the business exist for? And at Business Finishing School, we believe if you can get those four P's figured out and allocate the appropriate amount of time, your business will begin to thrive. So if you look at those four, 99% of us, including me in the past, all I cared about was the profit. I really didn't care about the people. I certainly didn't care about the planet. And purpose was secondary because I wasn't in business for purpose, I was in business for profits. And so I believe if you begin to allocate your time slightly differently and you get these four P's figured out and allocate enough time, your business will thrive. Now let's move to the other side of it. The other side of the new profit paradigm is what we call R2. And the two represents recurring revenue. We believe your business must figure out a way to get a version of recurring revenue through the system. There are so many ways to create recurring revenue in your business. And when I teach this exercise at Business Finishing School, we will go deep. We will do a deep dive. I will walk through the audience. I will tap you on your shoulder and I will say, tell me ways 
that you can generate more recurring revenue from your existing business model. And when I've done this exercise, most people get stuck. For example, um, we have a lot of health practitioners at Business Finishing School in our audience. We have a lot of uh, doctors and chiropractors and healthcare people. Um, and the chiropractors get stuck on this. They're like, I don't know. I mean, I, I just adjust people. I like crack backs and hopefully more people show up so I can crack more backs. I mean, that's how I make my revenue. And one of the easiest things we've done for our chiropractor clients is to just simply say, well, do what hairstylists do. Like when I get my hair cut, I don't leave her salon without my next appointment being booked for three weeks down the road. Like I'm in her book. This is not me doing it. She does this. This is her way of creating recurring revenue as a hairstylist. Because if I just show up to get a haircut, she only makes the 60 bucks that I pay her one time. But if she books me again before I leave, she pretty well knows that three weeks down the road she's going to have another 60 bucks. And if she does that for 20 or 30 clients that she has, well guess what? She knows that in three weeks she's going to have about $2,000 a week. Well $2,000 a week times 52 weeks, it's a $100,000 hairstylist. Just that one move for a chiropractor created recurring revenue just like it did for the hairstylist. So the key is to dig deep into different avenues that you could overlay, strategies, things that you could do within your business that create recurring revenue. And the last one which really freaks people out is what we call EV. And what we mean by that is the expenses need to become variable. And I'm going to give you a perfect example. Uh, we know a guy who started a sandwich shop here in Dallas. And when he started the sandwich shop, he was busted broke. He had no, no concept of, of how he was going to pull this sandwich shop off, but he knew it was a good idea. Uh, he literally didn't have the, the, the money for the rent to, to take out that first sandwich shop. So what he did was he found a sandwich shop location that had gone out of business, and he went to the landlord and said, listen, I'll take over this space in downtown Dallas and I'll paint it and change out the tables and do what I need to do to get my branding, but I can't pay you rent. I'll give you a piece of the revenue of the sandwich shop, but I can't be locked into a fixed expense because I want my expenses to be variable, EV. And if the sandwich shop does, does well, you will make a lot more money getting a piece of my revenue than you would getting a fixed rent. And the landlord said, sure, I'll do that deal. Now what did he do? He's giving up a piece of the revenue gen in compensation for the rent that he would have been paying, but he doesn't have fixed rent. He doesn't have this monthly nut that he has to make whether the revenue is good or the revenue is bad. That turned out to be an unbelievable decision for both the entrepreneur and the landlord because that first sandwich shop did about a million five in the first year. The rent on that space would have been about three or $4,000 a month. The landlord made four times that in rent. And by the way, that sandwich shop owner now has 500 locations around the country. The idea is to create variable expenses that are connected to the success of the business 
rather than to the requirement of the landlord or the IT provider or the marketing company or the uh, social media management company. In other words, everything has to be connected. The expenses connected has to always connect to the revenue gen, even with your salespeople. Your salespeople should have lower base salaries and higher commission structures. That's how you create EV, variable expenses. So this deep dive that I will do at Business Finishing School, we'll probably go an hour and a half on this. This one concept alone could make you millions of dollars. So we're asking you to spend 599 bucks to learn one concept that I think could find a million dollars worth of new revenue sources. It's up to you, man. If that doesn't excite you and get you fired up to just hear me teach this and then walk away with your game plan, I don't know what else to say. But I do hope, if nothing else, you learn from it on today's podcast. So, the new profit paradigm, it exists in our business finishing school world. I gave you the, the outline of it just now. We will do a massive deep dive on this topic. I'll be teaching it. Go to bfssummit.com if that's interesting to you. Get yourself the ticket. I'll see you in Dallas February 22, 23, and 24, and I'll see you down the road. That's our episode this week with your host, Matt Monero. Check us out every Friday at 12 p.m. Central as we discuss money, your life, and how you need more money.